Hey, welcome everyone. Um, I want to I want to welcome you guys to Design Kitchen, where uh, we focus on inspiration for innovation. And again, you know, welcome welcome to episode two. Um, really, the whole point of this podcast, like we mentioned before, it's to make engineering fun and you know inspire future generations. Along with that, you know, being able to connect an idea and how to implement that into action. Um, and as we're doing this, we really we want to offer anyone who's looking off, who's looking to kick off their next product or anything like that. We want to be able to offer that support for you. Yeah, we'll be discussing any kind of engineering events as well. So we have a bunch of ideas of our own and discuss kind of current events in engineering. So starting off with this week, you know, something that's been really hard to miss is the SpaceX. So you've seen a lot about that the massive starship being stacked together. And that thing is, it's 395 feet tall. It is a massive rocket. And I mean, this thing is going all the way to Mars. So really in perspective, you think about this thing going that distance, it's a tiny little speck, but, but to us, like, I really want to see this thing in real life. It's imagining this towering structure, 395 feet tall, that's supposed to go launch into the air and it's just amazing and then uh, another thing you know tesla and spacex are really those those guys are always grabbing the the headlines and attention of everybody so tesla they i don't know if you saw the thing about them not being invited to the electric vehicle conference no that's funny yeah (laughs) so so the president invited or i I believe it was the president or it had something to do with the, the government but so they invited the big, I think it was the big three that ended up getting invited and, and Tesla did not get invited. And which is crazy because if you say the word electric vehicle, what's the first yeah. thing that pop into most, almost everybody's mind, <laughs> Tesla is the first thing to pop into your mind, right? But um, kind of what a lot of people are talking about is Tesla is non-union and Mm. has a potentially large impact on their the, how the government feels about them that's so funny yeah. that's like so much uh red tape stuff that um mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i won't go over it but it's kind of yeah we don't get into politics here uh it's not not a part of the show at all yeah but it's just interesting to think about and to look at but um if you massive news events mm-hmm. I, I love keeping track of those guys it's super fun elon is something else so yeah this guy is the can't modern, ignore that guy. modern iron man <laughs> <laughs> he really is yeah so um basically you know we were having this little conversation earlier i think um this would kind of fit in with some of our some of the intro that that we were talking about um so my company infinity skies um really it kind of goes in parallel with um with this podcast uh, design kitchen um and basically Stephen and I were we were just kind of going back and forth on the process of uh kicking off a company and what it what it entails to you know start going from basically just a concept to jumping into it into um you know getting it going and to the point where you're building customers and sales and within a couple of months and um you know so I just wanted to basically go over some of that stuff that, um, you know, that Steven was asking prior. So um, I'll hand it off to you, Steven. So questions about Infinity Skies is, yeah, so you've been kind of getting this 
company started and so how does that work so you're basically what you're doing you're working with machine shops you're doing design work and uh can you explain a little bit more yeah so basically um you know it kind of came from necessity where i i was sitting there i was looking what are what are all my skills and talents what am i good at right and i'm like well i'm great at business development you know i'm great at sales i'm I'm, you know, I'm good at engineering. You know, I, I've kind of backed off a little bit in the last few years to focus more on the, the sales engineering side of things. So I'm not, you know, heavily in that, but, you know, I kind of went with that um, concept of, um, I believe it was Ford where he says like, I don't have to know everything. I just need to know somebody that, that does know it. So I, I basically pulled all of those abilities, which would be everything from design, you know, and I'm good at that too. Um, or at least that was my heavy background when I started. So, so I basically pulled that where it's like, what can I offer people, you know? And, and I started really thinking about it. I'm like, well, you know, there's small businesses that sometimes they want to add a new product to their line, but they don't have the resources to go hire a new supply chain manager and a new designer and a new team where, you know, I could come in and I can pull my resources. So what I, what I did is I, I partnered with uh, machine shops and, uh, you know, sheet metal fabricators, different, different manufacturers in the aerospace industry. Um, and these are, you know, closer partnerships where it's almost like if I had my office located in their facilities kind of thing. Um, and basically I'm able to pull these and help either an entrepreneur that wants to develop a new product or, or a, um, or a company that wants to add a new product as well as, um, you know, just basically anything as far as like design work. And, you know, I build a small team of people that I'm working with. So it's, it's like a, it's almost like a, like a group slash um, a network of, of companies that are acting as, as one where I'm managing all the, all the aspects of it. And um, yeah, I mean, so far, I've been able to kick it off and get some, some, you know, successes and quotes and things like that. Yeah, super. That, that's awesome. So it's, it'll be fun to kind of watch, follow along and see how you do and see how things are going. Keep, uh, keep, keep getting the updates from you on that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to, you know, I have, I have this vision where I'm trying to like double, triple that using a lot of the, the, um, you know, just what I've learned from like the Grant Cardone and being able to apply that, engineering to the business to the sales side of it and I, I think that's where the fun part is and that's you know the way that you can really sell future generations too on um on why they should go into engineering rather than them thinking they're just going to have to do math or something I mean I'm sure yeah. there's aspects of it you found that are like oh this is the reason why I, I went into this yeah definitely because STEM is has a uh somewhat of a stigma some people love it and some people don't and they just they think oh it's just engineering it's all about just math and physics and all that and i'm not smart enough to do that well no yeah. it's, it's actually really fun there's a lot to it it's, it's a lot of fun and um i think a lot of more people could enjoy it and just to try to want to inspire people to to get into it yeah definitely um you know one of the things that that we're trying to accomplish here too is um you know we, we want to get more in touch with some of the communities and be able to maybe go out there and speak to schools and and whatnot to help um you know support that stem and education and innovation really you know to be 
to, to inspire, um, you know, future generations to innovate. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a little bit about this um, infinity skies. And, um, you know, I hope that we can support anyone that has any, any kind of, um, you know, future design needs or manufacturing. Um, right now I'm working with some, uh, um, or I, 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 some like uh, some of the future technologies too. Some people reached out on for some projects. So, you know, I'm very um, excited to see what we can do. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, no, did you have now um, any of the ideas from last week or I guess any more questions or? No, let's just jump into ideas from last week. So we were talking about making tools for construction companies. That's a really big one where I think just finding the that little market and that little niche where there's a, a good like a really high need for designing and engineering and manufacturing so construction companies they they're good at construction they're good at what they do there but they don't necessarily understand the and many of them do now i'm not saying that they don't understand it but um many times they're they're just using a tool when they don't like they don't really think outside the box necessarily because that's not their job that's not what they're there for there to do where you know if you could if they could get somebody in to think outside the box and think okay well let's create you a new tool that's going to make your job much easier safer faster like it, there's so many different pieces of it and it could that could touch on any one of them or all of them right it, with safety being a really major one many times safety kind of hinders <laughs> performance <laughs> but but safety is always has to be number one it has to be priority mm -hmm. but if you can make it safe and faster and more efficient then that's really that that's awesome so that's what we want to look at and, and try to help people just somebody in construction company so go up to a framer and say hey i mean here's a you know how many different styles of hammers are there, there there's been a lot of you know basically the, the basic how a hammer works hasn't changed because uh, mm -hmm. how many ways can you make a hammer but but there are different little features that make them easier the balancing that the materials are made out of so there is actually quite a bit of innovation, surprisingly, in in something as simple as a hammer. So imagine what what something what more advanced tools, the, the amount of like improvements that could potentially be made, or just completely create a whole new tool for a specific job. And and especially as times change, as things change, there's new new requirements, new codes, and there are new materials maybe like a new type of siding or something that people are trying to attach to a house. And there just isn't a tool that really works very well. You're trying to use like old, old time methods yeah. on a new time product and you need something, you need a new tool. Whereas the, the construction workers, they're going to use the best tool that they have available to them. Mm -hmm. um, I want to be able to get out there and help those guys and, and just talk to them and say, Hey, you know, what do you have? Like, let me, I want to follow you around for a, a while and show me the kind of the pinch points of your job and we can we can mm -hmm. kind of help you maybe make a new tool for you make your job easier in some way so yeah because i i personally i really like this one especially because you know i could see the technology just not evolving over years and years and you know the, mm -hmm. it just basically staying in a little um cocoon i guess as the world evolves so you know, I guess one of the things I did want to try to kick off, I and you know, I can give you some feedback on it by next week. Um, I wanted to maybe we can work together and put a, like a five to ten question questionnaire, 
where maybe we can email it to like all of these construction companies and contractors and all of this and just be like, hey, you know, um, in, your job might be tough or whatever, but, you know, we want to be able to offer a futuristic concept or design that um, maybe we can support. I think that would be an easy um, way to get into it, at least, you know, versus, um, you know, being there in the front line and talking person by person. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that that would be really good, and to uh, to just get something that you can kind of have some level of like mass distribution, mm-hmm. so that you can get it to get it in front of a lot more people, and then we'll also make it available to everyone through the website for this podcast. So we're working on a website, and we'll get that done, you know, in the notes, and um, make sure that everybody has access to it. But that's coming, and we'll have all of our resources. This will be on one of the resources on that page. It'll show you so you can take a look at that, answer the questions. And, you know, this how that works is going to be something that we need to discuss. But maybe somebody has an idea and we can just do a free quick consultation and like a, a sketch of the idea. Like a, we do a, a quick um, like a industrial design sketch and send it back and say, hey, is this something like you'd like to move forward on? And and then from there, kind of there's a lot more that goes into it at that point. But to get things started is there'd be a lot of fun that could work really well yeah so we'll we'll provide you guys with an email address um in the description and basically you can just email us any concept and um you know we we look forward to uh being able to maybe discuss it on air or or you know provide the sketches as well um you know so yeah that that would be um you know something that we definitely like to help out with as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we got some, you know, moving on from the uh, construction tools idea, we got some ideas from this week, got some new ideas to discuss every week. We're going to kind of come up with a few different ideas and just these, sometimes it might be off the wall, just crazy ideas that pop into our mind, but you know, that's where a lot of inventions come from. People have just this crazy idea and everybody thinks, oh, there's no way that would work. And then sometimes it's something that everybody thinks does work, would work, and it doesn't, and so you just never really know, so you just have to yeah. it, right, and, and talk about things, and it could take a thousand ideas to come up with something good, so, mm-hmm. and it's not always product, necessarily, like, uh, that's my specialty, for sure, is uh, mechanical design and industrial design product, but it could be uh, software, or, you know, some sort of product that's, uh, like, on a computer, or online, an app, or website, or anything, but um, so there's going to be a lot of different ideas. This is going to every week, just come up with something new. We'll talk about it. And then sometimes those things will never come up again, but we'll kind of <laughs> keep track of everything. We'll kind of keep track of everything. Anything that's worth kind of discussing a little bit, maybe we'll do a little bit of work on it, do some quick industrial design sketches, throw them up on, up on the website just so people can see them. And if you want to take it, run with it. Sure. Uh, we'll, we'll have to discuss like how that's going to work, what that's going to look like, but. I think that that could be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have your ideas of the week, uh, Steve? Now we'll just go with these. We've got these three ideas here. We'll, we'll go with those for this week. So I had, um, so we had some quick ones this week, right? So one of them would be like a, a cupping template. Have you ever gotten cupping before? I haven't, no. No, so, you know, being like huge into like the fitness um, type of thing. So, you know, they, 
I'm sure you've seen it where people have all these like uh, round things, right? So it's yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty painful, but it feels good. But it really it loosens up the muscles from like the, the, the I don't know, the tension or whatever. I'm not the expert on cupping, but um, I noticed yeah. that they always put them in certain spots. I was wondering if there was if there was a way to make like this uh, template where you could literally just pop it on yourself and then like turn on a little pump or like a handheld pump or something that automatically activates them. And then it could have like, maybe like a movement guide or something that like forces you to move in those directions and be able to like um, activate those muscles. Um, I mean, okay, so this is, is this something that's typically just done by some professional, you go to a place and like a massage place or something that they do that and yeah, they put them in certain areas. I mean, like, for example, you know, like if you get like a chest, they'll put like, you know, in the shoulder and the bicep, okay. you know, in, and it's pretty symmetrical from what I've seen. I mean, I know that I'm the biggest concern that I see here is knowing exactly where the cups would land. Like if there's like a formula or something that they're using based on like height or your body composition. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. But um, yeah, this was just a quick one. I, I don't I don't think I would uh, push too far on this one. Um, any any feedback on it? Yeah, uh, having no experience with suction on that <laughs> with the with the cupping technology where it's at. I know it's something pretty new, right? Uh, or relatively yeah, new. It's probably been around in some form for a long time, but it's yeah. relatively coming coming onto the mainstream pretty recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, um, it, it seems like something like pretty much anything like massage chairs, for example, is something mm -hmm. like people want to be able to do it at home if they can. And, yeah, and yeah. it doesn't need to replace the actual thing 100%. But if you can do 50%, right? So half the time they can do it at home. And then sometimes they go in, okay, now time to go in and have, have a professional take care of it. But, so, but if this is something that could just somewhat kind of do have the same effect, but just to a smaller level that actually makes perfect sense. So you could probably use like weaker suction and maybe something mm -hmm. more spread out. Um, so actually this could be a really good <laughs> home use type of application. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that, that, that would be my perspective. That's how I'm where I would think about it is like home use. Yeah. Cause I, I was thinking of like being able to get the full professional effect from like one, one contraption, mm -hmm. but, but no, that, that would actually, that would be a great idea being able to, um, you know, simplify it into some kind of like a template or something that, that you can, that you can use. Yeah. From. I like that. Yeah. Um, I guess the next one here, a carousel organizer for the fridge. So, you know, there's a few like racks and stacks that they have or like trays, but I don't know if you've seen like manufacturing floors where it's like a, it's almost like an inventory management thing and it's like multi-stories high and they just go and, and they'll like rotate and pick out your object that you want. Almost like a yeah. carousel. So mm -hmm. if there was some kind of conveyor belt with like minimal space for the fridge that you can just like have, like, let's say it's like a soda or something and it'll be like a, you know, like a carousel that, that, that spins. Um, and then you could just, whatever you don't need, it pushes it to the back and it just brings the relevant stuff forward. Okay. Yeah. Maybe something, add something to it that would kind of keep track of the things that are expiring soon or somehow That's keep track of that so that, you know, when you put your eggs in there, you like you punch in a date and like this shelf has eggs on it. Okay. 
come back to me when it when it's expiring it'll pop up in the front and say hey so you need to do something about this because it's expiring. yeah yeah that could or, be not- you know because i find that um there are sometimes when i'm digging through my fridge and i'm like okay now what am i looking for i'm looking for an avocado and i go and dig through there and i'm like oh i find this back in the back corner and it's already yeah. bad Don't yeah, yeah like if i if that thing was somewhere because it's out of sight out of mind so we try to pull things back up, especially down in like the, um, what do you call them? The crisping cab drawers down below or something. Yeah. Those things get so piled high with different vegetables that the thing on the bottom sometimes get hidden. I don't get to them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it would be nice to, to be able to have something that kind of brings it forward or at least like if it was, even if it was just a manual spinning carousel on bearings or something, you yeah. set it in your fridge the- and you spin it around in every, you know, that way you're, you can just spin it around and you can see what's on there. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're good. And so, yeah, that, that could be interesting. See, that would actually be cool now that you brought it up for that uh, vegetable drawer. Because let's say, you know, you just loaded, you, you know, open the drawer, right? And then you loaded it top down. So now mm-hmm. you have a series of trays for each vegetable with maybe like a little built-in timer. That's like, you could literally just reset it. Like every time you, you know, you put in the vegetable, so you yeah. can have one for like bell peppers, one for onions, and you just do like a manual rotating thing. And each one says like, oh, it's been here for three days or something. It's going to expire soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that could be they, they, they could work. Mm-hmm. I, I would probably buy one. Yeah, because I, I checked having, them. Huh? Yeah, just avoid all that i hate wasting food that's is really really a big thing for me is you know wasted food especially unintentionally wasted food. you know like yeah when i'm like when i'm digging through the, the fridge and i find something that i'm looking for and i realize oh it's too late i'm open. <laughs> a couple of days late on this one yeah i'd love to use it <laughs> but yeah 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 so that, that would be interesting um i mean maybe a quick sketch on this one would be cool conceptual sketches or something um so then this one here it just i've I've seen similar stuff online and it kind of got inspired by um you know those little nerf guns that shoot the discs versus the bullets right so yeah um you know a bullet it'll be about you know let's say a a three-eighths just average or whatever um but if you get a little tiny disc that's like maybe like um a fraction of that you can fit like five six little discs in the space that one little bullet would fit mm-hmm. and then you wouldn't you wouldn't have to use any kind of gunpowder so it would it would just be you know like a rifle type of thing you load it up with like a clip of uh um of little discs almost like washers and then it would just have a mag rail um you know on the whole barrel and it would just shoot like uh little hyperspeed um discs so you, yeah. you could increase your capacity, you know, from 30 rounds to like, um, what, like 150 rounds in the same, you know, space with thinner discs. And, you know, I've seen people, you know, shoot like little balls and things like that online, but I don't know, you know, who says you can't go and build a little channel, you know, encoded with like, um, with a rail system and have like a battery pack and, and like, a, um, you know, a little disc magazine in there. And conceptually yeah. work exactly like a like a gun, but with no gunpowder, all electrical based shooting tiny little discs. <laughs> yeah, typically the problem with that is 
the weight. We, there's not much way to make that thing lightweight, especially with the batteries. So even even like those Navy ships that the one had a, a big rail gun on it, they decommissioned it before they ever even got to use it. Oh, really? The amount of power that it takes is, it's a lot. So I would guess that it, it, you know, a a handheld system, look, if, you know, if there's been any declassified military stuff, I'm sure it's something they've tried because of, you know, there are some advantages to it, but Mm -hmm. um, if it's possible to, I'm assuming that once battery powered and uh, being able to hold, hold power is increases, then that will potentially become more viable. Um, mm-hmm. And then a capacitor bank too. If you add your capacitor bank, your batteries and everything it gets pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Cause even, I mean, even if you counteract like the gunpowder versus the batteries, it's going to, you know, over, over, overdo it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be a fun little garage project though. Yeah. Oh yeah. It could <laughs> the people have are... a car battery to it and <laughs> some capacitors, you know, you just shoot them out of your garage. Yeah. Yeah. Accidentally <laughs> shoot through the roof or something. Yeah. I remember a few years back I was, I was um, super into hydrogen technology. Mm-hmm. So I just went to home Depot and I bought like a big uh, tube of PCP or PCV or whatever it's called the black pipe sewage pipe. And I put like two caps on it. Right. And on one end I put two electrodes and I got a bunch of little steel plates and, you know, I overlapped them to make the cell and I ran like the wire through every other one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I put the, the water with the baking soda, I think, in there to like make it electrolyze. And I hooked it up to my car battery and I left a little nozzle on the other end. Right. So I, I kind of, I was like listening to it. Right? I'm like, Oh, there's like little air coming out of it. That's cool. You know, I could hear it bubbling. So then I'm like, let me try something. And then I cover the, the hole for a while to like, let it build up. <laughs> and then I, I get a lighter. And it just shoots like this huge flame. And I was like, oh crap, I'm not going to mess with this anymore. But that was, that was yeah. like, you know, it actually um, electrolyzed the, the, the hydrogen. And I think after that, I just saw how easy it is to, you know, kick off little projects, even if you don't have like a full team or anything like that you can always kick off like a proof of concept because I could have easily yeah. then, you know, gone and figured out a couple extra methods and developed my own hydrogen fuel cell. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I think it starts in a garage. Yeah. I, I think that's an inspiration for everybody. You know, it's like, if you have an idea, you can always just um, throw it together and build it in your garage. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that kind of covers it for what I have for right now. I, I've got to get back to studying. I've got this exam coming up tomorrow, so I should probably get back to that. And, um, you know, from my end, too, um, you know, I look forward to anybody else that um, wants to reach out. Um, you know, we hope to have some of some of our viewers ideas and then we have a couple more um, concepts for the show that we're going to be coming out with too but again you know really we just want to help everybody um inspire people to innovate you know the world around them you know and and you know hopefully we can hit somebody somewhere that's going to make a difference at something um but anyway this was uh design kitchen and uh this is steven and angel lopez and um i want to thank everyone for joining us today and i hope you guys have a great rest of your week